Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. The text for our meditation is the Gospel lesson, John chapter 1, verses 29 through 41. We read again in the name of our Lord. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one I was talking about when I said, The one coming after me outranks me because he existed before me. I myself did not know who he was, but I came baptizing with water so that he would be revealed to Israel. John also testified, I saw the Spirit descend like a dove from heaven and remain on him. I myself did not recognize him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water said to me, The one on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, he is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I saw this myself and have testified that this is the Son of God. The next day, John was standing there again with two of his disciples. When John saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. When Jesus turned around and saw them following him, he asked, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? He told them, Come and you will see. So they came and saw where he was staying. They stayed with him that day. It was about the tenth hour. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard John and followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his own brother and say to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated the Christ. These are the words of our text. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we have gathered in faith to hear your holy word and to be strengthened in our faith through it. We pray that you would once again reveal yourself as the Christ, the one who takes away the sin of the world. Comfort us and assure us that through you our sins are forgiven and that you will see us safely from this life of trouble to Yourself in heaven. We also pray that You would grant us a richer measure of Your Spirit so that we may point others to You as well. To these ends, sanctify us through the truth. Your Word is truth. Amen. In Christ Jesus, dear fellow redeemed, Many civilizations have been concerned about the removal of guilt and the appeasement of the gods. Take, for instance, the Aztecs. They conducted many gruesome sacrifices to do those two things. Take away guilt and appease the gods. In some of their offerings, sacrifices, the person would be skinned or burned alive. 
in another particular gruesome sacrifice, they would cut the heart out of the victim and offer the still beating heart up to the gods. A gruesome sacrifice. Maybe they understood that great gods require great sacrifice. Another ancient civilization had a less gruesome ritual. Every year they would choose a goat and their religious leader on the holiest day of the year would place his hands on the head of the goat and verbalize the sins of the people. Whatever the sins were, whatever the people had done wrong, he would express. And that guilt was ritualistically laid upon that goat. That goat then was driven out into the wilderness, bearing the sins of the people, presumably to die. You can imagine the people watching that goat as it left their sight. It was visually taking away their sins. That civilization gives us the term scapegoat. One who bears the guilt. That civilization is Israel. The holiest day of their religious year is Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. Jesus is pictured in that scapegoat. He is the one that bears the guilt. It is just as John the Baptizer proclaimed, Jesus takes away sin. As we consider that work and action of Jesus this morning, there are going to be three points. The first is that sin is the world's greatest problem. The second is that only the Lamb of God can take away sin. And the third is point others to Jesus. So Jesus takes away sin Sin is the world's biggest problem. Let's start there. If we were to ask our civilization, our culture, what the greatest problems are, what answers would we get back? In some regards, an election cycle year can be helpful to identify this. Because the leaders want to stand up, pose a problem, and a solution to the problem. They want to appeal to the people and the struggles that the people have and be solutions. So what are we seeing in our election cycle? Climate change and economic equity. There are many different things that were worried and concerned about. But what is the biggest problem? If we just look at our society, that becomes pretty evident too. 
we see that the families of our society are being broken apart by divorce. We see people struggling with depression and and self-worth. We see others struggling with addiction. Our society has many problems. But at the root of all of those problems is sin. You see the problem of sin in your own life. And a a picture of the destruction that sin works is in how it affects, even destroys, the relationships that you have. Through sin, we hurt each other. We fail to live up. To what we expect. We disappoint and let people down. You could say we miss the mark. And that's exactly what the meaning of the word sin is in our text. To miss the mark. To fail to hit the target. To fail to be who you're supposed to be. Now you see the effect that that has on the people around you. That is a glimpse of what sin does to your relationship with God. You have failed to be who God wants you to be. You have fallen short of His glory. And that is your biggest problem. Because of your relationship with God being broken, you can have no peace. You can have no eternal security. You can live in dread and terror of what God is going to do to you. Now we by nature have a sense of this. And we try to appease the gods. We'll often say things, well, I'll try to do better. I'll try to be the person God wants me to be. And maybe that will cause him to forget all the times that I haven't. Or we'll try and do great things. Great sacrifices that'll somehow buy off God. For the Aztecs, It was seen as an honor to be the one sacrificed. But can we hope to appease God through our actions? Can we hope that somehow we can have a commodity or something or do some action that's going to make God happy with us? God is a great God. And we have offended that great God by failing to be what He desires. A great God like that is going to require great sacrifice. 
any action that we would do to appease God is tainted by sin. Isaiah in the 64th chapter tells us that even our righteous acts are like filthy rags. So the very best things we do, the things that we would look up to as praiseworthy and good, God says they're filthy rags. And if that is how God views the best things that we've done, what about all the rest? Sin is our greatest problem because it has shattered, broken our relationship with God and we have no means to make amends for it. We have no way that we can fix that relationship because we now are sinful to the very core. No, only the Lamb of God can take away sin. We're told that John was sent to reveal Jesus to the world. We're told that John saw the Spirit descend upon Jesus and that had been given to John as a sign. He says, I didn't recognize Him. But I saw the Spirit descend. John was given evidence so that he could know that Jesus was the Christ and he says, the Son of God. John saw the Spirit and he heard the voice from heaven at Jesus' baptism. And he knew this is the One. After his baptism, John was able to point to Jesus and say, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. God wanted John to know who Jesus was and what he could do. And he sent John so that the people could know who Jesus was and what he could do. And he gave that specific evidence to identify Jesus. So that even you and I can be confident of what Jesus is and what he came to do. But God has given us greater evidence than what he gave John. John describes him as the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. In that title, the Lamb of God is pictured all the sacrificial system of the Old Testament. And we have an innate knowledge that sin requires death. Where do you think the Aztecs got their gruesome system from? Their innate knowledge was telling them sin demands death. Sin requires the shedding of blood. Sin requires great sacrifice. 
So God became flesh so that He could be that sacrifice. When John gave Jesus that title, the Lamb of God, all of that is being wrapped up in that simple title that Jesus is the one that would suffer to take away the sins of the world. We know that that's what Jesus did. He bore our sins on the cross. In Galatians 3, it tells us that Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. The curse of the law that requires you to die for your sins. Jesus took into His own body. He literally, really took your sins away and claimed them as His very own. He was your scapegoat. And He suffered. And He died. Bearing your sins and paying for them. And God has given us an incredible sign so that you can know that it worked. He raised Jesus from the dead. John saw the Spirit descend. John saw or heard the voice from heaven. We read John's testimony, but we read far more. We read that Jesus died and rose again. And when God raised Jesus, He was declaring that your sins are forgiven. He was declaring to you that Jesus bearing your sins worked. He was declaring that your sins are taken away. When you remember Jesus carrying His cross to Golgotha, you should see your scapegoat. The one who is carrying your sins and taking them away from you. And in your daily life, when you hear your pastor declare your sins forgiven, there your scapegoat is acting. And Jesus is coming to you in time and taking your sins away. When we see someone baptized, we see the scapegoat in action too. Jesus comes through the water and takes away sin when we receive the Lamb's very body and blood into our mouths, He comes to take away sin. Only the Lamb of God can do that. Because only He is great enough. And only His sacrifice is great enough to appease the great God. Jesus takes away sin. 
John came to point people to Jesus. Twice in our text, two days in a row, he said, look, the Lamb of God. That was John's whole purpose, to point people to Jesus. We see the effect that it had on Andrew. He went, he followed Jesus, he stayed with Jesus a day, and then we're told the first thing that Andrew did was he found Simon Peter and said, we've found the Messiah. We've found the Christ. The effect of meeting Jesus upon Andrew was for Andrew to begin to point others to Jesus. Why does Peace Lutheran Church exist? To point people to Jesus. It is here so that this morning you could come and you could direct your eyes to Jesus or have your eyes directed to Jesus so that you could see He has taken away your sins and that you are forgiven. We could say this is the chief reason that peace exists. To point its members to Jesus. To point all who gather with her to Jesus who takes away sin. But what effect does God want that to have upon you? What will be the first thing that you do having beheld Jesus and being convinced that He takes away sin? Should it not be the same thing that John the Baptizer did, the same thing that Andrew did, to find others and point them to Jesus too? God has placed Peace Lutheran Church here in North Mankato to carry on that very important work. But that also means that God has placed you, the members of Peace Lutheran Church, and the people who regularly worship with her, God has placed you in your life for that very same purpose. In fact, God has placed you in the lives of the people around you so that you can point them to Jesus too. We live in a broken world. We live with people struggling with sin and its consequences all around us. And we know the one who takes away sin. May Jesus' love for you, may the fact that He has taken away your sin motivate you, drive you to point others to Him as well. Many civilizations have wrestled with, being concerned about, how do we get rid of our guilt? How do we appease the gods? 
we know the answer. There's only one. Jesus takes away sin. May the peace that only He can give fill your hearts and minds now and always. Amen. And now may that peace guard and keep your hearts and minds until life everlasting. Amen.